In today's show, we look ahead to Wednesday in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com. You can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore b-ball, on TikTok at redrock underscore b-ball, and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash LockedOnNBA and get on your way to being your best self. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Okay, so there are 13 games on Tuesday. We're looking ahead to Wednesday, so I'm not going to go game by game because, yeah, I'll just be repeating a lot of things that I said that I'm watching for on Tuesday. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through categories. We're going to look at streaming options, a little bit of a shorter show, then back with an absolute monster. A big foul out later on today where we talk about the 13 games uh, from Tuesday that we need to recap. So let's just get into this one now, Warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Yahoo Points Leagues. Let's have a look at what we are looking at on Wednesday for the eight games there. There's a lot of shenaniganizing happening with the Washington Wizards. We already know that Kristaps Porzingis is conditioning from his two-day illness. We know that Beal and Kuzma are out, and then they're throwing other ones on us today, where Denny Avdia has been ruled out for today and tomorrow. We Monte Morris is out, and now Dylan Wright has popped up with an illness. So... Is a lot of they, they finally for the first time in forever tanking to get themselves a better draft pick, but that's going to open up some opportunities here. I believe that Daniel Gafford is going to continue to play through it, and he remains a really strong option. Like if Delon Wright is healthy, he's going to be a great one as well. But otherwise, we can look at some other players like Jordy Goodwins um, or Johnny Davis who will step into that spot. Benedict Matherin also looks to be a pretty strong Yahoo Points League option, I think, as does his teammate Jordan Jordan Nwora. I do not expect Miles Turner or Tyrus Halliburton to play any of these games remaining for the rest of the season, or Chris Duarte, and I expect Buddy Heald to remain on the bench. So you're going to get Matherin and Nwora starting and getting lots of opportunities. In Detroit, who have won one of their final 20 games, Killian Hayes is going to start. Killian Hayes is going to play 30 minutes, I would guess, and Killian Hayes should get a decent amount of shot attempts, especially with Marvin Bagley now dealing with concussion, and I don't think we see Bagley again this season. So Hayes is a good option. Back to Indiana, which I should have just grouped together. I think that, um, I think Jalen Smith, I think Sticks is worth uh, looking at. Now they're doing this thing where they're wholly unserious about what they're doing, but they're continuing to rotate the starters. It was Smith, Jackson, Smith, Jackson. So theoretically this should be Smith, but it hasn't mattered that much in minutes. 29 and 27, the last two games to Smith, one as a starter, one as a backup, whereas Jackson's played 19 and 21 as a starter. I think both guys are useful. Jalen Smith's a better points league guy because he's a better scorer, but both guys are valuable. I just think this is going to be the Jalen Smith start. Xavier Tillman in Memphis. He's getting 30 minutes a night, every night at the moment, until we get some weirdness from Jenkins. Um, I think he'll be okay to go, but he should be fine here. And then in Detroit, I am putting both of their centers there. You've got the good one in Jalen Duran. And then there's Marvin Bagley, the fourth James Wiseman. 
Now, I put them both there because I know they've been splitting minutes, and we'll get more information on this on Tuesday. But with Bagley out, they're probably going to have to play these two together. Now, it's going to be even more of a disaster than what everything has seen for the Pistons recently if those two play together. But I think we're going to have to see it because the only forwards on this team are Omaroya and Livers, and they're going to have to play minutes at the three as well as at the four. So you're going to have to see Wiseman and Durham play together, which is disgusting, but it is something that is going to happen to boost both of their minutes up. ESPN points leagues. We're using a roster cutoff of 30% here. So these guys are going to be all available in 70% plus of leagues. Dan Gafford, Tillman, Wara, Hayes, we spoke about already. Corey Kispert's an excellent option, especially on ESPN. On Yahoo, he's not a great fantasy point scorer, but he's still pretty useful with so many guys likely out. No Beal, no Kuzma, likely no Porzingis, no, definitely no Avdia. There's going to be so many shots there. Maybe no Morris, maybe no Wright as well. Lots of shots for Kispert. He was featured on the What to Watch for thumbnail yesterday saying, hey, he's going to get tons of shots, and now they've ruled more blokes out since then. So we're really rolling with uh, Corey Kispert as a strong option. I've got Jalen Duran and uh, James Wiseman again on an ESPN points situation because efficiency does count. Not that they're super efficient, but they can have decent field goal percentage. And the other one to look at there is Andrew Nembhard. With Halliburton out, with Heald on the bench, Nembhard is worth a look. He is um, a solid enough option to stream in category leagues and in both formats of points leagues. So there's quite a few options who are available who I do think are going to be able to help you. And Wednesday is one of the key streaming days for this week. There is no Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back, so you can't make the extra um, game up by doing that. But getting games in on Wednesday is going to be really important um, for the rest of the week. Today's episode is brought to you by a new sponsor, and that is eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time that you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. Yeah, eBay. Did you know eBay had motors? Well, there you go. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage Garage? You say garage or garage? Anyway, it's the same word. And look for the green check to know that your part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Oh my God. The, The ad copy says, let's ride. All right, let's try it again. Let's try it again. eBayMotors.com. Broncos country. Let's ride. Yeah. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's just a shame that no one's listening to this show at this time in this in the season. So anytime I'm dropping a, a new joke, you just I'm not getting the I'm not getting the, the right audience, which is disappointing. Anyway, that's fine. Let's go to uh let's go to the next game. Which game is it? It is we're not looking at games, we're looking at streaming in points for category leagues. So who can we get in to help us in the points category? I think we look again to Corey Kispert. So many opportunities. He doesn't do anything else. So he'd want to do one thing good, and that could be scoring. Norman Powell is in there as well. We know Paul George is out. Powell is much like Kispert. He might get 16 points with one rebound, one assist. That's what he does. And he's going to have pretty good opportunities to do that. Jordan Noir is a really good scorer. These are Those first three guys there are very clearly all 20-point upside players. And that's not that easy to find on the waiver wire usually. But here you go. We've got some opportunities for you to be able to do that um, on, on uh, what day? Wednesday. Um, Dan Gafford's in that mix there. Jalen Smith as well. He could be a 17-point guy. Gafford's like a 16 to 15-point player. Probably not a 20-point upside. And then you go John Davis, who, again, not good at all. But there is absences now. Morris, Beal, Kuzma, Avdia. 
may be right. He's going to be pumped into 30 minutes. You can throw Goodwin in that mix as well. You could throw Xavier Cooks in there, perhaps. Yeah, that's a player. Quentin Jackson. It's Quentin Jackson, isn't it? That's, I didn't make that name up. Maybe I did. What's his name? No, it is Quentin Jackson. Thank you. Um, so they're all other options, but yeah, Johnny Davis is going to get the first look there. Andrew Nembhard, and then another Quentin, Quentin Grimes for the New York Knicks, who's on an unbelievable hot streak. This briefcase and this haircut. And I think as long as Randall remains out, he's going to get the opportunity to do that. Whether he keeps scoring 20 points every game remains to be seen. But hey, we just roll with him because he's playing bloody well at the moment. For three-pointers, a lot of those names carry over. It's Kispert. It's Grimes. These are both six to seven triple upsides. The Duck, Luke Kennard. If Dylan Brooks happens to miss, Brooks is questionable for Tuesday. Uh, It's against the Blazers, so he could sit there. But Kennard could hit 10. We saw him do it like last week. Jordan Noir is a good three-point guy. Norman Powell. Isaiah Livers is not a volume player, but he could have 12 points with four threes. Uh, Kobe White, very good three streamer. And then Nico Batum, much like Livers, he's not a volume guy. He might have nine points, but they're all going to come from deep. So there, is pl- there are plenty of multiple three-point streamers, or almost guaranteed multiple threes guys available on the waiver wire for you to try and help out and boost yourself in that category. Full rebounds. Jalen Duran. Tops the list here. This is a, if he gets 28 minutes, it's a, it's a double-digit rebound player. There's Isaiah Hartenstein, who at sometimes has been splitting minutes with Mitchell Robinson. Not every game, but like you're getting 20 from him at least at the moment, and that's useful enough. You go to Jalen Smith as well. Uh, Xavier T. Ilman can be a double-digit rebound guy. Yeah, all of these players, probably not Hartenstein, but Duran Smith, Tillman, Gafford are all double-double options here. Uh, you got Andre Drummond, the big avocado, who might play 15 minutes and get seven boards. You've got Jordan Nwora, who's a very good rebounder as a wing player. And then there's the cockroach, Mason Plumlee. So after Gafford, you go into these smaller rebound players like Drummond, Nwora, Plumlee. Unless randomly Plumlee or Drummond gets a start due to an unforeseen injury, they're not going to be able to rack up big enough minutes to get to uh, to to double digits, but they are still going to be useful enough for us to stream in for that rebound category. For assists, there are a couple of solid options here. Killian Hayes is a great one. This is double-digit assist upside for him. And then you've probably got like eight to nine assist upside from Nembhard and McConnell in Indiana. Now, McConnell's minutes have been a little bit all over the place, but he's still a useful enough player. Dennis Schroeder might only play 22 minutes, but he could get six assists. He might only get six points. But after McConnell there, it does drop off. You go to Corey Joseph, who's probably going to get 25 minutes. He might be four or five assists. There's Kobe White, who can get you five or six. There's Jordan Goodwin, whose role could really elevate if we do have both Morris and Wright out. I would expect Goodwin to start, and maybe he's a seven-assist guy. There's some decent upside here in Jordan Goodwin. And then there's Jordan Nora as well, who's not particularly known as an assist player, but there is like there's probably stratospheres here, like after McConnell, and then after Goodwin, because Nora's assists aren't great. But Goodwin very easily jumps into that top tier of assist players if we do hear that Morris and Wright do happen to be sidelined. In terms of streaming for steals, Hayes is the best one out there, I think. Um, Tillman's a very good steals guy as a big man. You've got Jordan Goodwin's an excellent steals player. And then there is the rabbit hunter, Alex Caruso. Be very quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. Um, just looking at this now, like Caruso, it is a back-to-back. He's listed probable for Tuesday. I think he plays, but there is risk in that. Eugene Amaroy might just luck himself into two to three steals from playing 30 minutes. Bob Covington, the minutes is going to be the concern there. He's obviously a four steals upside player, but 
I don't know how they're going to run the minutes between him and Nick Batum. TJ McConnell's a good steals guy, as is Nempard. But usually they're a better st- guaranteed steals option on the wire. Like, Hayes is a really strong one. But it's not quite as good in this one. For blocks, I really like some of the options here for blocks. You go to the two Indiana big men, Isaiah Jackson and Jalen Smith. Both are going to play enough to register double, uh, double, I'll say double digits. Bloody hell, that's a lot of blocks. To register more than one block, like two blocks. Gafford's a good blocker. Hardenstein's a good shot blocker. Muxy Kleber's risky because he might play five minutes or he might play 30. He is an upside play, much like Covington. The minutes are just not guaranteed for these guys. But if they play 30, well, three or four blocks can come. We just don't know their playing time. Jalen Duran's got relatively stable playing time, so the, but he hasn't been a great block rate player so far. And Dayron Sharp's just a backup. He's not getting a huge amount there, but he can grab you one or two. So it's not not excellent options, but also not um, not the worst. Today's episode is also brought to you by Fangio. The NBA playoffs are almost here, and now is the perfect time to download Fangio, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and three-pointers drained. If we go have a look at some NBA action here on the um, on the old FanDuel. The Bucks are 14-point favorites, yet they're not the biggest favorites for Tuesday because we've got the Raptors at 14.5-point favorites. Against the Hornets, have also got a Heat team that's 13.5-point favorites against the Detroit Pistons. And the Grizzlies are 17.5-point favorites. And that's still not the biggest line. Because the biggest line are the Suns at 19-point favorites over the San Antonio Spurs. We already saw a 19.5-point favorite Blazers upset the Wolves the other day. Will we get another double-digit underdog upset? We'll see. But you can check all that out over at Banjul. And they also let you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanjul.com slash locked on. That's fanjul.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanjul, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And don't forget to gamble responsibly. Let's stream in some field goal percentage now. Um, a lot of the same names that we get for blocks and for rebounds here. We're going to look at Dan Gafford in Washington. We're going to look at Jalen Duran in Detroit, Xavier Tillman, Mason Plumley, Daron Sharp. Dwight Powell's an interesting one, but much like with Maxi Kleber, his minutes are very, very far from guaranteed. It looks like Kyrie and Luca are going to play, but, you know, who knows? And who knows what they're going to do with McGee or Wood or Kleber or Powell or anything that old mate Jason Kidd decides to do. Andre Drummond can be a good field goal guy, as can Isaiah Hartenstein, but their volume is low and it's probably not as impactful as like a Gafford or a Duran, or even a Xavier Tillman um, as those options there. For free throw percentage, we always love going with a stream of Dennis Schroeder. He's a very good free throw shooter. Seth Curry is as well, but I'm very unconfident with his minutes. I could throw Cam Thomas in there as well, because Cam Thomas, if he somehow gets seven minutes, he might go four or four from the line. That's what he does. I wouldn't want to deploy him just to get free throw percentage up, but that's something to watch. Corey Kispert, probably the best option here. Oh, Schroeder is, but Kispert's strong. Norman Powell, the Duck, Luke Kennard, Kobe White, Aaron Neesmith is a good free throw guy. You don't want to rely upon Neesmith for anything else, but he is a pretty good free throw shooter. And then Joshy Richardson as well has proven to be a strong free throw shooter. Remember, I think when Richardson started as a rookie, he was like a 60% free throw shooter. I'm going to look that up because I want to. Let's see. The, uh, the Bucks have just ruled out Javon Carter for today, along with Grayson Allen and Middleton. So what are we going to get? A- a- AJ Green? Man, we're going to get some weird stuff going on. In all of these games tonight, there's going to be so much weirdness going on. Josh Richardson, can I look at his... Oh, where's his rookie numbers? 
Um, sorry, this is not great podcasting, but I just wanted to look. So I'm pretty sure he's had, because he's shooting 85% from the line this season, Richardson. He was at 89 last year, 92 the year before that. And he has a rookie, 67%. Wow, that is a big jump. Anyway, that's completely not relevant to us. Let's... Now, I was I could tell you what to do for low-volume games, but I literally did that yesterday because the low-volume games that I did yesterday were Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, and they're the same low-volume days I'm telling you about today. So there's no point in me going through it. But let's look at the next four days in general. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There is a chance Friday's 11 games, and you can stream definitely Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. There's a chance you could stream all four of these days, but there is nobody that plays three games over the next four nights. There are a bunch of players who play two games over the next four nights. Dan Gafford, Drew Eubanks. These guys are all available in over 40% of leagues. Corey Kispert, Jalen Smith and Duran. Jalen Duran and Jalen Smith. Chris Dunn, although we'll see what happens with the Jazz because they did decide they're bringing back Colin Sexton today, which is interesting. We'll see what that means for Dunn, what it means for Horton Tucker and... These teams keep doing that thing where they listed Larry Markinen as questionable and they ruled him out. And, and the Pacers are listing Miles Turner as questionable. They're going to rule him out. Just rule the bastards out. Why do we go through this nonsense of like, oh, maybe he plays? I think Markinen might play one game this week. I think he might play the game um, against Denver would be my guess, but I don't know. Um, and it's just it's frustrating that we just don't get uh, transparency with it. Anyway, Xavier Tillman, uh, two games in the next four nights, as does Benedict Matherin. And that will do it for me today. I'll be back later on with a full recap, 13 games, lots of stuff to talk about there. In the meantime, hit thumbs up, hit like, subscribe and follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. Anyone still use Stitcher? And on YouTube, you thumb it up, you subscribe, you ring the bell. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.